Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to take a quick look at Sorens. The stock is down over 43% year to date as earnings were not that great. After earnings, the company dropped over 30%. Uh, we've seen a huge change in leaderships. We've, we've also seen other kind of pullbacks that are holding the stock back right now. So is the game over for Sorens? I don't necessarily think so, but there's definitely a nice amount of added risk with this company so today's episode i want to take a quick look at what happened share my overall thoughts and show what i'm gonna do next if this is your first time here make sure to hit the thumbs up make sure to hit the subscribe button check out the pinned comment for free discord free newsletter and a lot of great investing links so let's take a quick look at what happened so pretty much numerous things that in my opinion are increasing the amount of uncertainties in the stock and with increased uncertainty comes increased risk in theory, comes the reduction of valuations. So what are some of these increased risks? And we're, uh, for each of these topics, we're actually going to talk a little bit more about them later on. But the first thing is leadership change. The CEO left on December 16th and joined a new company. He's actually the CEO of a new company. and He started on January 12th. The second thing is during earnings day, uh, the CFO was also announced that he was leaving. So a huge change in leadership there. The second thing is reduced guidance. Uh, Sorens reduced their quarterly guidance by 9% at midpoint. And they also pulled back their full, they, they had a target for 2024 that they were kind of looking to meet. They also pulled that back. Uh, so all these leaves a lot of room for uncertainties. And again, uncertainties mean, means an increase in risk. An increase in risk means a decrease of valuations. Uh, but like I said, obviously looking at just headlines, this looks like a scary thing. But as an investor, I think it's important to always dig a little bit deeper. The first thing I want to say, hey, is leadership changing always a bad thing? And that's the question I think every investor needs to decide. And well, maybe your answer might change at the end of this episode. So first, we saw the old CEO wanted to pursue other opportunities. Is that bearish, bullish, or neutral? Is it bearish that a person who a, a human being wants to change career and build a whole different company, uh, especially if it was not a founder led, right? I, I don't necessarily put it 100% bearish. It's definitely not bullish in my opinion. I think it's maybe closer to like bearish or neutral. The CFO also left and people might be like, Jose, the CEO left, the CFO left, it's time to jump ship. Very true. That is definitely a possibility. Let me offer another possibility. And again, this is where the uncertainty comes because there's there there is no certain or right answer from what information we know at the moment. Let's take a listen to today's sponsor. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. Through The Motley Fool Stock Advisor Services, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done amazing returns. If growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit fool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stock advisor is right for you. Thanks again to The Motley Fool and now on to today's video. But another possibility could be when the new CEO took over, it is possible that he wants to build 
a new leadership team and is asking previous management to leave one of those being the cfo again not necessarily bullish not necessarily bearish but another possible outcome and i kind of talked about three scenarios for ceo changes first the company is publicly doing bad and it needs a new team we're seeing this pretty often right now in in top view from a company like peloton I personally don't think this is the case for Sorrents because one, this is the second quarter. This is their second highest bookings in the quarter history. So that's impressive. Uh, company is still in over 50% of vehicles, which is still pretty impressive. And I don't believe their technology is getting less competitive. So I don't think that is the case right now. They did reduce guidance, but we're going to see that there are some strong reasons for that. The second scenario could be the company seems to be doing good in the public eye, but inside things are going bad. This is definitely a possibility and one I wouldn't I wouldn't write off, right? This is not one I would write off because this is possible. Like I mentioned, the company publicly is looking good. Second highest quarterly bookings ever. And they are entering the new market. They did enter a new market in the fitness industry, which I think could be a really big deal long term. Again, we don't know what's happening in the inside. The third scenario, the CEO left and the new CEO just wants a new team. This is also a possibility and in my opinion is the ideal situation. I do believe all of these are unknown. We With the information that investors don't have right now, there is not one of these points that we can kind of direct to. Now, this is where you as an investor, do you feel comfortable holding, knowing that any of these could be the situations? And that's where every investor is different. So unfortunately, we don't know the real answer. So it increases the risk with the increase of risk. The valuation decreases and is impacted. Now, let's take a quick look at that reduced guidance. So the company did reduce their guidance for um, this upcoming quarter by 9% at midpoint. But there are some reasons for changes. The first thing that they mentioned is some of these one-time licensing deals that they were expected to close for the year are now expected to be pushed back a bit and not be counted in this year. During the earnings call, management kind of gave the information that, hey, they don't believe that these are lost deals. They're just being pushed back in time. Again, not horrible. Obviously, as an investor, it's a lot more confident, a lot more certain if those deals are signed. That uncertainty is being built when things take a lot longer. Now you have a lot longer for those deals to close. Anything can happen in the meantime. Now you see the increased risk. The second reason for the changes, I want to say this is probably not to the nothing Sorens could have done. Automaker productions are cutting back. First, semiconductor shortage is still impacting semiconductor uh, automobile production. The second thing is COVID surges in some of the countries that the auto industry is in, that the semiconductor industries are in, are increasing. And with this increase, it's kind of doing two things. One is slowing the labor force. So you're having less labor force in the semiconductor industry, so less chips are being made. The second thing is you also have less workforce in the automobile industry which is making them cut back on automobile productions sorens is a company that term that depends a lot on the automobile industry so in the short term again more at risk i want to say fortunate and unfortunate this is not something sorens could have planned for but i do want to say in the future we are seeing the increase of electric vehicles we're still seeing the increase of smart vehicles 
just because it's a bad quarter for a bad year for automobile industry it doesn't mean that's always going to be the case people are still going to be driving i i I don't see anywhere outside of that but in the short term definitely more at risk for rents now again as an investor do you mind having maybe a quiet year for investment but the huge potential in the long term might kind of overshadow that um the reason for the full year for their 2024 targets pullback that one was a bit tricky um first the ceo mentions that hey there are some things he doesn't agree with there uh and something he wants to do a little bit more research on he's pretty new to the job and only been two months as the ceo position uh, one of the prime examples that he mentioned the elevator business he doesn't know if that if that's a market they want to pursue uh in the future some some of these numbers might change who knows it could be better who knows it could get worse at the end of the day the new ceo is still excited about emerging technologies now let me kind of talk about the too many unknowns we, we've seen the at risk like i mentioned this is the hard thing about investing there's no un, there's no certainty any leadership change doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing but it adds increased risk reduced guidance doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing in the long term of things but it increases risk so all these uncertainties are definitely affecting the stock price one thing uh right after earnings due to all these uncertainties numerous analysts have cut down sorensis price target so this continues to add to the bearishness of the stock right uh, I, I honestly think this is a smart move for analysts and if maybe i was an analyst i would have done the same because analysts need price targets for the next 12 months that's a very very short time frame especially with every kind of headwind that sorens has right now i do believe in the next 12 months sorens might not be a great mover uh, it doesn't mean things can't change i think the probability of it being more quiet more bumpy is a lot higher now with these uncertainties i believe if maybe these analysts had price targets in a longer time frame we wouldn't see the same story again everybody's for their own opinion uh some other things again with this too many unknowns during the earnings call the new ceo was very nervous during the kind of q a section very he, he kind of messed up words uh, you could just tell he was nervous that's not good for investor confidence so again there's two scenarios that can go here and this is again the thing about investing there's no way we can truly find out what's happening so we have to kind of go with what we're feeling we're, we're, we have to investigate ourselves so two reasons why investor could the ceo could be nervous one he's hiding something and it's all fumbled up with such a horrible quarter or two he is nervous with the new job uh, he's only been there for two months analysts especially after a quarter like this uh, with everything happening from supply chain issues from um, covid impact from the decrease in some of those bookings for in the short term of things tend to be a little bit more pushy so that can kind of add to the stress as a new ceo for a new job i personally again playing devil's advocate there's always the two-way scenario here it could be either bad or it could just not be as bad and this guy could just be nervous so this is either a two-way street right now and unfortunately unfortunately with all the uncertainties it's too hard to determine which is the right direction and again for every investor is different with how they want to handle that risk the first thing is the company is failing and time to jump ship i personally don't believe this is the case i mentioned right they are entering in new emerging markets their technology is still being used in more than half of the vehicles being produced in the trailing 12 months um they're also still in producing innovative uh products 
So I don't think the company is failing. Um, they also have a strong uh, balance sheet that they'll be able to maintain and are, have some great margins. The second thing that could happen is this is just the perfect storm. Everything came in at once. The CEO changes, leadership changes, uh, the overall impact of COVID, which we thought was all kind of done, and this kind of changing in buckings. It all came at the perfect, perfect time for it to show this really, really bearish case scenario for the company. Um, and to me, I think that's more likely. I think this is the perfect storm. It doesn't mean that the perfect storm uh, after after it's done, it's going to be on sunshine, right? There's a lot of kind of hurdles that management would have to go through. Um, but regardless, new risks have emerged, especially for the short term. Therefore, valuation should decrease. Again, I do believe it's too early to tell for the long term. But in the short term, I do believe this is going to be a very volatile ride. It's going to be a very bumpy road. So now what am I going to do? Originally, this is a tier one stock. I'm still keeping it as a tier one stock because I do enjoy the products that they're in. I do enjoy the technologies. This was a big position in my portfolio. It was roughly about 5%. Not many companies make it to 5%. Let me just say that. But because it was already a big position in my portfolio, for me, it's a hold. Even though I am bullish in the company, I think it's always important to kind of hold your wealth to some extent and have some limitations. So no matter how much the stock price decreases, if I've already met what I believe is probably my biggest investment style, investment amount that I would invest in the company, then I would hold until things change. So that's what I'm doing with Sorens. Now, let's say this uh, it w- I was in a whole different si- situation. Maybe I was still bullish in this company, which I still am. But originally, originally, this was probably somewhere around 2 to 3% of my portfolio. I still am bullish in it. That's when I wouldn't mind dollar cost averaging, right? Because I didn't hit my limit. I think hitting a limit and making sure you keep that limit is very important, not just for Sorens, but for any investment styles. Uh, So hopefully this episode was a little bit insightful. This is probably one of my favorite episodes that I've done uh, because it really got me thinking. It really got me thinking on how I'm seeing this company, what is there to be next. So at the moment, and who knows, maybe I might be too late, but at the moment, it's, there's no real flag telling me that this is 100% going to fail. And with this kind of valuations, I wouldn't put it past a nice acquisition. Big techs have a lot of big money. Sorens is not a huge, huge player. If any big tech buys Sorens, it's not going to be a huge monopoly. Uh, I, I would say a huge monopoly disagreement uh, by regulators. So take care. Have a good day and see you next time.